0: Hi, it's Manky here, and welcome to History Who's Story. Today, I'm going to talk about a well-known organization in both the states and the rest of the world. That's right, we're going to talk about the Ku Klux Klan, or KKK for short. It's a really big group, so it has a big history. But before we get into that, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Scoober. We got to, buddy. Scuba. The world's very first marine taxi service. Unlike Uber, which is only limited to land services, Scuba can take you anywhere you want on the ocean. You can even rent yachts, boats, kayaks, anything you want. Even ferries at your service, and you can pick out your own drivers and rate them five stars. If there's an ocean you want to cross, or a lake, or a river, just call us, SCUBER, at 902-426-5136. Or, for more information, visit us at www.scuber.ca. Well, thank you for listening, and enjoy our podcast. Scoober, I like it. You guys should check it out too. Anyways, back to our podcast. First Air Clan, made in 1865. It was formed by Confederate General Nathan Bedford Forrest and five other Confederate soldiers. It started out as a social club for their entertainment, but it didn't take them long before it turned into a terrorist group where it would kill Thousands of people in 30 years. What were their main targets? Or who were their main targets? African Americans and white Republicans who defended them. Because they were all about slavery. They really hated it. When Abraham Lincoln abolished slavery in the 1860s. That's why they made the Klan. And they... I guess their point... They're trying to prove that white supremacism works, which it doesn't. So that's kind of ridiculous. But they didn't know that at that time, so I guess they thought it would work. Their methods of killing were very different, but usually they picked lynching, which was hanging people off things. It is estimated that over 3,500 people were killed by the KKK between 1865 and nineteen hundred. Because they were so terrifying, and people were scared, the government had to do something. And they did. By passing the Ku Klux Klan Act in 1871, the Republican government managed to decrease the Klan's activity level by 1872, thus forcing the Klan to disappear into the shadows by 1875. And that was the end for the First Era. Whoa, that was a lot of information. Let me just get something to drink before we head into the next part. The next part I'm going to talk about is the second era clan. But before we head into that, let's hear another word from another sponsor. What's Josh's insurance company, you say? Well, it's an insurance company that covers anything you've lost or broken. From lost iPhones, iPads, tablets, phones, devices, AirPods, to houses, lands. Cars, farms, waters, air, anything that exists on this earth, we got you covered. What's that? You lost something? Or you broke something? Well, just give us a call at 992-316-4126 and we'll send our agents down there and get it checked out. Or, for more information, visit us at www.joshishinsurancecompany.ca. And always remember, we've got you covered. Whoa, cool stuff. Make sure you guys check it out too. Anyways, the second era clan is what we call the clan that lasted between 1915 and 1944. Established by white Protestants in 1915, it was a revived version of the original clan. However, its radius of targeting was enlarged from just African Americans to... Catholics, Jews, and immigrants, so practically everyone that were not white Protestants. Um, in the 1920s, estimates for the number of memberships enlisted were ranged from 3 million to 8 million, which is a really big number. And in just Pennsylvania and Ohio alone, it reached 500,000, so that's really awestruck. They also affected politics. How? In 1924, the Klan succeeded in manipulating the elections across nations. The officials, including mayors of Portland and the state of Maine and Portland and state of Oregon, were Klan members. They did this by using a strategy called the Decade, where every member of the Klan recruited 10 people to vote for Klan candidates in elections. Um... Branches in Canada were also established in 1920s, but it wasn't very popular because Canadians didn't really like the way they did things. And and the Canadian version was actually a little bit more gentle too, so we're not going to get too deep on that. Um. Anyways, due to people losing interest in what they did and their loss of power and their loss of influence kind of caused them to disband again in 1944, Thus, ending the second era of the Klan. Alright, after a little break, we're going to get back to the last topic. We'll see you then. <music> the third era of the Klan regrouped the 1960s for the third time in history to target civil rights workers. I don't think they'd get tired of this. The famous murders of Cheney, Goodman, and Schwerner were also caused by this era. This incident happened in 1964 in the state of Mississippi in Neshoba County. The FBI became involved in the investigation, making it a national issue. As time passed, the Klan's activities decreased. It was mostly because the delivery of information and that people receiving information efficiently and quickly became more and more popular. Moving into the 2000s, which we are living in now, there were almost no reports of incidents caused by the KKK. However, this quote-unquote streak was broken when Ziploc bags containing rice intended as an insult to Asians and a small note appeared on doorsteps in Chilliwack, British Columbia in June 2016. It was clear to the people who received these notes about who was responsible. Surprisingly enough, this was done by a Canadian branch in BC rather than in America. This was the last big event that occurred three years ago and nothing big has been reported since. By the way, this clan, it's pretty lame. Um, the clan holds a long history and it holds a long history, but we need to be aware of the fact that it still exists and we need to be careful so it doesn't happen again. I'm, I'm Angie here and thank you for listening. Have a great day.